The Arena, a multi-platform gaming news podcast, is brought to you by, well, of course, you. If you want to learn more about how you can support the show, go to patreon.com slash thearena underscore podcast. Hit it! That's what I'm talking about! Wait! Okay now, from the beginning. Hit it, boys. Hey everyone, welcome into the arena, a multi-platform gaming news podcast. This is episode 100. I'm your host, Expat, along with my co-hosts, Burley of Burleman Gaming and Turnbase Carl. How you guys doing, man? Uh, we've made it. We've made it to 100. How you guys doing? Carl, how are you, man? Oh, you know, I was a little, little groggy waking up this morning. It's trying to, trying to look a little fresh if I could. Uh-huh. I had a bit of a headache, but uh, I'm, I'm excited. 100 yeah. episodes is a big deal. It's a big milestone, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. Burley, how are you, man? Uh, I'm good. Uh, Carl, is the headache from you tr- last week having those sit-downs between Square and Microsoft trying to get them to get the Tactics Ogre onto <laughs> Xbox? <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, you really, Burley really, just won't give that up, man. He really banging my head against the wall trying to, like... <laughs> Get them to understand that you, if you put games on Xbox, people will buy them. I think it's a, it's a maybe a difficult concept in Japan. I don't know. Uh, probably the same. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got a great show for you for this uh, episode 100. Of course, uh, uh, the first ever ever Disney and Marvel showcase. We're going to be talking about that. Uh, Nintendo testers. Uh, facing uh, sexual discrimination. We're going to be talking about that. Uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake. Uh, There's going to be three parts. We're going to talk a little bit about that as well. Embracer Group, basically buying everything under the sun. We're going to be talking about that. And then our topic of the show, uh, of course, Gamescom is next week. So we're going to be talking about what we expect from Gamescom. So stay tuned for that as well as, of course, our new game releases for the week of August 22nd through the 28th. We'll be talking about those as well. So before we talk about the games that we've been playing this past week and getting into the weekly news beat, of course, here's a brief word about where you can find the podcast. Before the crew discuss what they have been playing, this episode of The Arena, a multi-platform gaming news podcast, in audio and video formats, We'll be going to Patreon in early access for one day after being recorded. So if you would like to support the show and become a patron at the entry tier one level at $1 per month and get early access to every episode in audio and video formats, exclusive post-show content in video format when recorded, as well as watch or listen ad-free, please visit patreon.com slash the arena underscore podcast for further details. Weekly on Sundays, the podcast will be uploaded to all free podcast services, where you can find us on any podcast app for iOS or Android, and in video format on our YouTube channel, The Arena Productions. For the audio version, just download your favorite podcast app and search for The Arena, a multi-platform gaming news podcast, subscribe, follow us, post a review and leave us questions, comments, and feedback if you like, if that feature is available there, and spread the word about the podcast. We also have a Discord called The Arena Podcast, 
where you can join and chat with the Arena Podcast community. And the podcast audio website is at thearenapodcast.podbean.com, where you can follow us and leave questions and comments as well. For all information regarding the podcast and our entertainment and pop culture-related content, along with our blog and forums, visit the official website of The Arena Productions at www.thearenaproductions.com. Finally, you can also follow us on Twitter at The Arena, A-M-P-G-N-P, as well as on Instagram at The Arena underscore podcast. Now, back to the show. All right, guys. Uh, yeah, just I've, I've been really busy this past week, uh, you know, with all the other content stuff of Burley and I, we did some other things. Uh, of course, the Ghostbusters, uh, you know, uh, Spirits Unleashed uh, video that we did because of the release date that was given for that. Uh, and then, of course, uh, me prepping for the other shows. Uh, I only got to play some Fall Guys again this week. Uh, I do want to get to that Rome mm-hmm. game uh carl that's on pc that came to pc game pass yeah i have it downloaded and i just haven't had a chance to start it yet but uh, yeah just more fall guys burly just playing fall guys (laughs) you know uh, it's addicting isn't it yeah yeah it's addicting it is it is and uh i'm probably gonna try to play a little more a little bit more assassin's creed valhalla you know because you know there's still a lot of the dlc stuff that i I haven't completed yet i haven't 100 percent completed but uh Mm -hmm. You know, I'm looking forward to, to playing a little bit of that as well. But uh, and of course, some of the other Game Pass games that are going to be coming out. We're going to talk about those later anyway uh, in our, you know, what we're going to be playing in the upcoming week segment. But anyway, so anyway, uh, Burley, what have you been playing this past week? Well, you mentioned one of mine, uh, Fall Guys. Yeah, play that da- daily for the my daily challenges and stuff. I'm not yeah. addicted, I swear. Um, <laughs> I, I've been a sh- uh, off stream, I'm continuing on with Triangle Strategy. Nice. It's been really, really fun and just hard making those decisions at times. And, uh, battles are a lot of fun, but can be challenging. And then on stream, it's been God of, uh, God of War, the 2018 game. game. Cool. That's been a lot of fun to revisit and uh, try out Digimon Survive. No. That was all. That was a lot of fun. If you liked uh, Triangle Strategy's combat, you'll love Digimon Survive's combat. Nice. Nice. Carl, how about you, man? Well, if you like Triangle Strategies Combat, you'll love Expedition Rome Combat. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, yeah, that's what I've been playing. And uh, I mean, I'm loving it. It's actually sort of exceeded my expectations. Uh, I didn't I didn't expect certain things to, to be in the game. Like, it seems like... Uh, when you there's multiple ways to sort of like resolve uh quests right it's a real rpg like i actually was thinking you know sometimes these games are just more like this the strategic element right and there's there's stuff in between but like you're basically just doing battles right this actually has more than that which is great you know you you're you're you, you know, there's a there's a story going on obviously but like you there's a world map and you can move your around the world map there's a timeline like that you can time progresses like you can send your garrison to war to do certain things you have to like take over the, the region the map so it's another aspect the the only downside of the game is those like war battles mm-hmm. they're just not very interesting there's, not, there's nothing really terrible about it it's just like all right you kind of just make some choices you let it and, it and it sort of plays out this like this sort of boxy looking representation of your units 
but nothing really interesting is is happening and there's no choice they, they, it sort of resolves around and then you're like oh I'm make a new choice you know and then there's little stats to it and then you just i just kind of like go through that as quick as possible but now so, what time period is this is this imperial rome or is this like uh the high republic uh, they said i'm trying to remember i think it said like it's like first century bc or something okay so that's the transitional point between the republic and the empire when yeah. caesar crosses the rubicon and everything and, and all of that takes takes place so okay. yeah you're like in asia minor okay. and you're fighting um mithridates okay that name is like a, a actual person a real person i don't know yeah um I don't are you what... are you battling against war elephants no there's no war no, elephants no war yet. elephants okay no. yeah okay. but you have this yeah. so the there's um you know hex-based combat mm-hmm. and you have a couple different unit types and of course there's like skill trees and there's gear you know and yes. your your weapon you can have like different types of weapons that give you your types of attacks, right? And each weapon, your different attacks you get are associated to the weapon. So the weapon can have like a certain, even it can have two or three, maybe even four, I think. And you can then choose, you can only have three of those attacks at once. I see. Um, so it's, it's a nice variety there. There's a lot of choices to be made. So like I can actually, like a certain character, you can use a sword and a dagger, right? And yeah. you can choose, all right, do I want the sword ability attacks or the dagger ability attacks which which ones do i want to use together and then you have your special class abilities that you get through your stat trees mm-hmm. and there's just a lot of smart design with the combat there's a, and the, the the mission goals are can be interesting like you'll get a mission like you have to sabotage this their lumber right and and uh so you have to burn the lumber so yeah. you have to go to like some sort of source of flame on the battlefield Right. Get the, the destruction flame. of resources and, yeah so. and you have to you have to throw it onto the things of lumber and you have to burn it but like they could put it out if they want like this water you could throw water on it and put it out <laughs> you know right. if you get it you can get oil you could throw oil to spread the oil so that when you throw the fire it makes a bigger fire and burns multiple things of wood at the same time there's a whole strategy to all of these different types of missions you get and i love that like i feel nice. like every time i do a new yeah. mission i feel like the challenge beyond just like killing everyone, you know, and right. that's, there's, there's goals, you know, I have to steal something and then like get it out of there and get to a certain point with it. You know, it's, it's all kinds of smart, very great design. Like I think the, the team who did this, I, I just, I find it hard to believe that this is like sort of an, I guess an indie ish, like double A ish. I don't know what category to put it in because like, I, I would say double A. Yeah. Yeah. Most of those strategy games are, I think. Yeah. Like it's, it's fully voice acted. I mean, then the voice acting is good. And I, yeah. I'm, I'm assuming they did their research and the pronunciations are correct. And that I've never actually heard the correct pronunciations because hmm. when they say certain names, I'm like, wow, that's definitely not how I've heard it before or would have said it. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, I think you should the show Spartacus. Um, maybe they had stuff wrong. I don't know. And this does it right. But like there's a, a, a is it like a region or, or a city area called Thracia? Yeah. Well, from but, the time period you're talking about, Spartacus is way, way off in the yeah, future. Yeah. So like, <laughs> I think they called it Thracia in that yeah. one. But in this one, they say Thracia. 
Right. And I'm like, oh, I wonder if that is the real saying. <laughs> the other thing I heard is wrong yeah. because this game is very historical in its nature. So I assume nice. that they probably did their research nice. with all the character names and all the, yeah. the even the way you refer to units. Like there's there's explanations in between that tells you things. So like, yeah, when you're referring to a, a person like in, in when they're in your person, you call them legatus. But like when they're not in your person, you call them legate or something like that. I'm like, oh, legate. I didn't realize like. Yeah. The way you actually like the they're speaking more about like the historical way the language was used and it's all all that's very interesting and like i said the there's you can go to towns and there's there's people to talk to and you might have to do a mission there and you might have to talk to this person or find this you know there might be three different ways to go about resolving that mission and you might have to do something in that town then go somewhere else and do a mission there to finish it and go back and like right and and the combat is sort of seamless. So anytime you're in a location, right, like a town, mm-hmm. and if combat's gonna happen, it's already ready to go. It's not gonna be loading in between, right? You load yeah. into the, that 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 map, and that map can become a battle at mm-hmm. any time, which is great. It's like mm-hmm. you just if you make a decision, like all right, like this guy is in my way. I need to get in that building. I decide I'm just gonna be a brute. You say like I'm just gonna attack him. Battle mm-hmm. starts right there because you've already chosen like who's your unit that, at that point, right? When you go into the town, yeah, and then boom, battles there. Your units are placed on the on the grid, and you got to start nice. fighting already. I'm like, this is great. I love this. This it's it's fantastic. I this cool. is like I know, and this is like this is their third in this franchise of games. So I, I guess you can tell that maybe because I'm getting into just the third one, like they've really honed in and sort of mastered like. The craft of this type of game and then it's right. it's fantastic i i just keep i want to play more than i have been able to so. cool all right all right it's time to get into the weekly news beat so of course uh disney and marvel uh they're gonna have a showcase coming up so the first ever disney and marvel game showcase coming in september so it's going to be on september 9th and uh, a lot of uh, Marvel and Star Wars games are probably going to be featured here. So uh, which ones do you think, guys, do you think we're going to see the most? Obviously, we're probably going to see some Amy Hennings projects, of course, coming up. Probably we're going to be seeing uh, more of uh, Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Uh, maybe we'll see some more gameplay of that at this event. Maybe we'll actually get a release date. Who knows? But uh yeah, um, maybe we'll see more of Midnight Suns when it comes to the Marvel side of things as well. Uh, maybe more of Spider-Man 2 or of Wolverine. We might get some more information on. So, uh, Burley, I'll start with you. Uh, what are you expecting to see here? Uh, and what do you want to see the most? Well, uh, what I want to love to see the most is obviously Spider-Man, Insomniac, Spider-Man 2 and Wolverine. But I don't think we're going to see that much there. These games are still like I know they say Spider-Man Two. They're saying next year. Mm-hmm. It's still pretty too early. I think before we're going to get anything in Wolverine. I have, I have, we have no idea when that game's coming. Mm-hmm. So I don't expect we may get some info, but uh, the uh, Jedi. Je- I wouldn't be. I would be. Yeah. Sorry about that. Uh, I think Jedi Survivor is definitely one we will. We'll see at least mm-hmm. a bit on whether mm-hmm. or not it'll be as much as we want mm-hmm. time will tell also star wars eclipse 
uh, is another one yeah. as well. So uh, what? Yeah. And also maybe what was the the Ubisoft game they were making? Yeah, Ubisoft there's no name. Yet. Hasn't been. There's no name yet. No, hasn't oh, been. Oh, there is no name. Yeah. Yeah, no. yeah. So, yeah. How about you, Carl? What are you uh, looking forward to seeing from this? See, the thing is, I don't know what to expect. Right? This is the first time they're doing this. Yeah. Uh, we have no idea, like the sort of scale or scope of this event yet. No. Uh, you know, I want it. I would love it to be a like a. I don't know. I, w- I don't want to say state of play because I want more of that. <laughs> so yeah. more than that, I want it to be like a. <laughs> A Nintendo Direct <laughs> or a uh, what do yeah. you call it? Um, like an like the Ubisoft show, not 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 obviously on the level of uh, I'm not going to say the, the you know E3 showcases, but like a smaller like major showcase that would be awesome. Yeah, they're okay. saying that it's going to be shown during the D23 Expo. Yeah, so, so like yeah. you know we don't know how much emphasis they really want to put on like revealing new stuff yeah. here. Which yeah. which is would be great, like you know the Black Panther game that's supposedly rumored, right? Uh huh. Um, and what else? This the Star Wars game, like you said, uh, Star Wars Eclipse. Uh, yeah, of course, the, uh, Jedi um, Survivor. Yes, the Ubisoft like sort of open world one, right? Like that would yeah. be great to you know we've heard about that. Would yeah. be nice to reveal it at this point. And then Amy um, Henning's projects, and then of course her other Marvel uh, ensemble game from uh, Skydance. Yeah. yeah, the Skydance so. one I think is is possible because I think there's been some talk about that. I feel like they mentioned that somewhere, so I think that one we might we're probably going to see that the Skydance that could be revealed. But yeah, you you might be right that it's just going to be like updates on the stuff we sort of know about already about like yeah. Midnight Suns and Jedi Survivor and mobile crap <laughs> you know oh yeah mobile crap <laughs> hey mobile gamers we love you come on now <laughs> yeah they're so, also gamers so. yeah you don't yes yeah, like you know this, this is gonna have to set our expectations for what this kind of showcase is gonna be so burley you're you're saying that we're probably not gonna see much of wolverine but uh hmm. i mean do you think we could get a release date? Uh, probably we won't get a release date on Spider-Man oh. 2. I mean, they're going to hold off and that's going to be PlayStation side of things, I think. But uh, yeah, do you think we will get another like teaser trailer or some other kind of gameplay trailer for Spider-Man 2? I think you're going to see, if anything, I think you'll get something with Spider-Man 2 over Wolverine. Mm-hmm. But you're not going to get that much, as you said. You're not going to get release date because Sony wants to have that at a special Sony event. And I don't think you're going to get too much. Like they're not going to reveal what, like I have like a two minute gameplay trailer or whatever. Uh-huh. I think you'll. I think yeah, we'll you get know, a small teaser trailer if. Yeah, I think you know you're probably right to say that like the Sony stuff's not going to be there because. No, that's just how it works, right? They, they, that goes to their showcases and when they want to show it. Uh, I, you know, it's it's stupid, but they might show, you know, Spider-Man remastered for PC because... Oh, yeah. Just we don't know, out. like, just came out, right? That Do they do they feel... Do they, are they treating the showcase the same way that we would expect a game showcase to treat us? Or yeah. because it's part of D23 they're not normally speaking to this audience. Are they just looking at it as like, we want to show Marvel games that are already out or close to coming out or just released. 
to a wider audience that's paying attention to our stuff right now, you know? So, yeah, I, I could see that. How about Knights of the Old Republic remake? Think we'll oh. get anything on that, or is that still kind of all put on hold? <laughs> the I think that thing is. Oof. Yeah, it, that 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 thing ain't being shown there. It, uh, if you expect that, I, I get that expectation out of your head. Uh, I don't think so. Either. Yeah, with some of the Embracer news, they there was a story about um, they didn't specifically name the game, but they said a, a big game switch developer. Uh, within them now uh, it might that might actually not be kotor we don't know but um yeah obviously that game is not coming until if it ever comes like 2025 at this point right right yeah we, we'll see but uh yeah we'll we're, and we're going to be talking about embrace a group later on but uh so because they you know like i said they they pretty much bought everything under the sun but we'll talk about that later so all right, yeah, next up. Get, oh, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. So <laughs> next next up, let's talk Nintendo. Uh, Nintendo of America. Obviously, there's been some stuff uh, in the news uh, this past week, and there was a big article from uh, Kotaku, and I put the link below for all of you video viewers. Um, and uh, before we get into this story, uh, please let us know in the comments uh, what you think they might be showing at this uh, this uh, Disney and Marvel showcase. Uh, we'd you know, uh, and uh, what you think they'll focus on. Uh, we'd love to hear from all of you. So uh, anyway, Nintendo of America testers say they faced years of sexual harassment. So in this article, there's just an array of stories of uh, female testers that were basically contractors uh, working at Nintendo of America over the years, even up to now. And talking about uh, stories of being uh, harassed sexually in the workplace by their by their bosses, uh, particularly uh, bosses that uh, were actually uh, full employees at Nintendo of America, whereas a lot of these female employees that they were talking about in the article were from a contact uh, contracting company, and they had a really really difficult time getting full time employment, uh, becoming permanent employees at Nintendo. So, uh, yeah. What do you, what do you guys think of this story? Uh, and, uh, the, from the Kotaku article, it seems like Nintendo and all of the people that they tried to reach out to would not comment on anything, uh, when it came to this story. But, uh, Carl, I'll start with you on this one. Uh, what did, what did you think of this story? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, obviously it's always terrible when you hear stuff like this. Yeah. Uh, Kotaku, man, they love they love putting out these type of articles. It's like it's like their bread and butter. Just yeah. anything that's going to stoke a, a, a oh, yeah. emotional reaction. That's that's their uh, yeah. take there. Yeah. But uh, you know, I didn't really like pay much attention to this story when when it, and it's like Nintendo of America. I'm like, oh, of course, yeah, right. You think you know? Originally, you hear like Nintendo, you think, oh, like. Nintendo, like the Japanese company, but then you hear Nintendo of America. I'm like, of course, yeah, because this sh this crap happens all the time in America. Like, uh, we're animals over here. Like, what's going on? <laughs> like, can we can we fix this? What's wrong with our our society here? That, that yeah. this stuff happens all the time. Like, it's just yeah. way too prevalent. Yeah, Burley, your thoughts? Yeah, it's sad that this continues to happen. It doesn't matter in, in in just like every industry this 
has to have this unfortunately just happens yeah and that these people they're they're not and nintendo's not commenting and all that because nintendo is finding these people and having their their foots to their throats let's 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 be honest because they do not they they don't want they don't want this bad pr and all this and that so that nintendo is wanting to deal with it internally plus they have to any decision they make they have to go they got to go to japan and I'm sure Japan is not is right now is livid on this. Only twenty percent of the workforce here in Japan are are female executive. The other tw- the other eighty percent are male. So there you go. Yeah, but I'm, but I mean, what strikes me about this article too is the 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 contracting company was called Aerotech, and they split off into three different brands and one of the brands that they split into Aston Carter, they, they just basically they're continuing to work with Nintendo and bringing in new contracted testers. And they're just not doing anything uh, to, to, you know, to try to help these, uh, you know, uh, contracted employees, you know, and that's, that's they care. Yeah. They care. They care more about their relationship with, Nintendo, Nintendo, yeah, because obviously. they let, 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 let's be honest, they they would rather because they know that's a big business for them. Yeah. They'd rather keep that contact, keep that partnership, than do anything, which is not right. But unfortunately, is how a lot of businesses in the world world of business conduct business. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's just uh, you know. The female employees, I mean, they need to stand up more, obviously, because in the article they were talking about how a lot of them would just keep their mouths shut because, you know, of the ramifications. And obviously, you know, if you're, you know, if you're, you know, on a tight budget or something and, you know, that's the job that you need to have, you know, obviously, you know, sometimes, you know, it's unfortunate, but, you know, to keep your job, you're going to have to keep your mouth shut, unfortunately, but. You know, I think, uh, you know, you were talking about Carl. Yeah, it's like an animalistic society in, in the United States. Well, you ha- the way to change that is for females to become more animalistic and and just get right in the faces of the men that are doing this so that the men don't do it anymore. You know, uh, it's really complicated. Yeah, yeah, it is. You, that doesn't happen in a lot of reasons, because even when you do, you don't get the result you want. That's the right. problem. Yeah. So you you know you might stand up for yourself. You might try to get other people on your side, but you know what ends up happening is that you get fired because yeah. you said something. Yeah. yeah. And then you can try to fight that, but you probably won't win because the deck is stacked against you. Yeah. It's just yeah. it's not it's just not a fair equal society, really. So we're still yeah. not there yet. Yeah. And I don't know how you get there. I don't know what changes you can make. You know, you need societal systemic changes. You need the government to make changes. And, and we try. We have. We've yeah. made some strides. But, yeah. you know, you get take a couple steps forward and you take a step back. You know, it, it happens a lot. Yep. Yep. All right. So let's go ahead and move on. So uh, <laughs> Final Fantasy. <laughs> Final Fantasy now remake is now a three-part trilogy, and of course uh, now uh, they had a of course a 25th anniversary celebration live stream, 
And of course, uh, the uh, the developer Nomura Song says that uh, development of Final Fantasy VII Remake Part Three has already begun. My question is, why does this have to be three parts? Obviously, you- marketing. Obviously, it's the marketing deal and all. But I mean, it's like, come on now. It's like there's a lot of people out there that don't have the budget to buy all three parts. You know, just you- make it like one big part. You know. I don't know. Burley, what do you think of this? I'll start with you on this one. You know why it's three parts? Because the original game came on three discs. (laughs) (laughs) You know they're going to use that cheesy bullshit just to to sell it. No, I agree. Like, I agree. This should have just been, like I I stated originally, because I didn't, I had to get the first game pre-ordered physically, and then I canceled my pre-order, and then I caved digitally because everyone was throwing it to me when I was just uh, back when the game came out. And I was like, ah, God damn it. Um, this was, they're, they're doing the, I really wish they would have just made this as one game came out, but they're doing this as three P different games. And then eventually they'll sell you the all in one edition. Well, after with all three, all in one package. Well, they're saying that Rebirth is supposed to come out this winter, right? Yeah. It's this winter, and then we have no idea when Part 3 is going to be coming. There's, I mean, Nomura Song says, of course, it's in development, but who knows? It could be like 2025, 2026 before Part 3 comes out. <laughs> so I, I, I still, I, I, don't, I, I think winter, like even though it has been a few years, I still think that's 2024. I think it's wow. 2024. Wow. For so they're going to delay it then again. So, let's see. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's next year for sure, obviously. That's, yeah. but yeah, does that mean it's going to be late next year or will that get pushed? Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. This yeah. is, I mean, this is an old story, right? Like, it didn't just happen. Like, it's, no. it, it was updated from, from the June story. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, but, yeah. Yeah. Well, they, um, they've now, they've now confirmed, confirmed that it, it's a three part yeah. trilogy. Yeah. 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 I mean, Obviously, it's going to be more than two because if you played the first game, you know that that's only like a tiny bit, a tiny chunk of the original game, the full game. I mean, so first four hours of your, I'd say. Yeah. So, you know, if if that's the way they're pacing it, I mean, there's no way to think that Rebirth was going to be all of the rest of the game. So, yeah, three, I mean four parts whatever obviously they're limiting to three and i I think at this point they've decided that this isn't a remake anymore (laughs) like they're just it's just whatever they want to do with it like it's just a a different you know i mean everybody will debate this and argue like you know is this uh a sequel some people like to say uh when it seems, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to spoil anything about the story, but it just seems to be like a sort of what if alternate version, right? Of yeah, of the events from Final Fantasy VII, and if there's a actual like canonical like order reason why this then is a sequel that hasn't been revealed, you know. So I don't. So you know, it's not really to say that that's definitive yet. What it is, um, I. I just really, really wish it was just a remake of the original. Same. Yeah. <laughs> changing what they changed for like the story ways, story wise, like I think they did it just to be different and subvert. 
it's like because uh, like it's like really so now we're gonna have an inverse of this these key moments yeah you know i just want the i just want all of final fantasy in its entire probably seven right in its entirety remade in with with modern visuals and music and updated combat sensibilities not change to action but you know just just more i guess appealing to the average mm-hmm. person like you could still do turn based in some regard i mean you could have <laughs> you know i kind of get yeah. why they didn't but i don't think you needed to go as far as they did at, with this game and like really get deep in there and try to build out this big you know world out of this 5 hour chunk of the game like I don't know why you're doing that and why you added all the the uh because if we're going to get more of this like all the side quest stuff that was in the first game that's just dreadful it's just just, <laughs> just the worst content like it's just, i skipped all of that i did some of it sorry in the beginning early on and then i quickly realized like this content is terrible and i don't want to be part of it i'm just going to play the mainline story and that's it because anything else you're doing outside of the mainline story sucks and the rewards for it are not great i know there are some yeah. like better stuff the, you the, can get the, the the vr missions were fun and then the vr summon battles those were fun i yeah, it's just more combat it's fine yeah I, I remember those yeah and you can get like other summons i know if you do some of the other yeah. things which i guess are nice yeah summons are always nice <laughs> so do you guys think by the time part three comes out do you think xbox will have some kind of strategy to be able to lure Final Fantasy VII over to the Xbox ecosystem by then. <laughs> is, this is all going to depend, I think, on if Square Enix ends up getting bought by some by well Sony, let's just say, because none of like there's any actual rumor saying that's going to happen because I don't think there's any credibility to that at this point. No, but in no. considering Square said that they want to sell uh, stakes in their developers, that implies to me that they're not trying to sell the entire company. But that would be, I think, the only thing that would completely bar it from coming to Xbox. Otherwise, it may be the case that people, I think, have speculated that the release of the Xbox release is hindered in some way by the release of the second part. Like, there may have been some wording in the contract that said, like, it has to come, it can't come out, you know, like, until the second part has is coming within a year or some other weird like logic to it right or maybe it has to be until the second part is already coming out like within the fiscal year like it's announced with a date and something like that because that would that would make sense as to why it got it got further pushed out because the idea that sony would continue to pay more money for exclusivity is a little odd like you might think they would do it but also like is that a smart business thing like what like yeah. we're just gonna keep throwing cash at you to not put it on Xbox when at this point it's it's been a long time and it's not really it's not gonna hurt your sales for your for anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like they may want to in, ensure that people think that all right, part two is on PlayStation and that's part of the deal. Don't expect that on Xbox anytime soon. So right. if then they get the first part after let's say second comes out, then they can still get that benefit of like, we get it way before you can get the, you can get the old one 
you know, yeah. you can have that old crap. We got the new stuff here, you know, it's just like right. That. So we'll see. We'll see. And then maybe two and three would come together. Who knows? But <laughs> no, yeah, once that's all said and done, maybe right. that, that could happen. Right. On the right. Xbox. Yeah. Right. All right. Yeah. So let's move on. Uh, episode 100. Let's continue on our next uh, story. Embracer group. So, Embracer group was busy this week, guys. <laughs> they acquired many, 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 many game studios. So we're going to get to that. The link, of course, to the story from uh, Gematsu is below for you. So Embracer Group acquires Bitwave Games, Geotech, Limited Run Games, Middle Earth Enterprises, Singtrix, Tatsujin, Tripwire Interactive, and Tuxedo Labs. So yeah, like I said, yeah, everything under the sun, basically. So uh, I want to get your guys' take on this. Uh, I think probably... Uh, the Middle Earth acquisition is probably one of the biggest ones. Um, of course, with all the Lord of the Rings content and everything that they can use there. Um, obviously, being able to port retro games over to modern consoles, I think that's a big thing here in this acquisition, as well as a Tripwire is another big one because, of course, the game Maneater, which was a, a huge success uh, when it came out, uh, that is another you know, studio that now they've acquired. So uh, uh, which which of these acquisitions do you think made made the most sense? And, uh, you know, were you surprised at anything uh, when it came to these acquisitions? Burley, I'll start with you on this. Go for it, man. Yeah, I was I was a little surprised that they Middle Earth was up for sale and that they were they were the ones that just stepped in and said, oh, this is up for sale. Alrighty, let's just take our wad of cash here. Here we go. We bought this. Uh, limited run. Limited run surprised me a little. Be interesting mm-hmm. to see how that's going to change because I do like limited run, even though some of their stuff is really expensive. Hmm. Yeah, uh, not a lot stood out to me here. Then obviously the the two you mentioned, like Middle Earth and Limited Run, I. I don't know these developers. And he said one was Maneater, which, yeah, I do. I do remember that game. Yeah. Fun game. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so like, I don't I don't think this changes much. Uh, it's a bunch of studios. Um, there was part of the story that there was a larger part studio that they didn't name for some reason. Mm-hmm. And I guess that hasn't been revealed yet. So no. maybe that might be a big deal. Whatever yeah. that is. We'll see. Yeah. But yeah. considering the whole price of this was like, what did they say? I think six hundred some odd million. I don't remember. Yeah. Somewhere. Uh, yeah. um, so it's it's a sizable deal. So maybe there's something big in there. Cause I feel like none of these two things are. I guess maybe the Middle Earth, like like rights, probably fairly expensive. That could be a bulk of that. Yeah, and the Tatsujin thing, especially with the arcade game studios. Uh, you know, all, uh, studio all, towel plan. Uh, that that's that's pretty big, also. So all all these yeah. studio costs that they mm-hmm. paid were uh, around five hundred and seventy-seven million. Okay, okay. So so around yeah. close to six hundred. So yeah, it's so like Middle Earth is is the biggest thing. Uh, I'm not particularly enthusiastic about them buying it because I mean I don't. There's no synergy there. 
Um, mm. What Embracer, okay, they make video games because they have a whole bunch of video game companies now, and developers. I mean, maybe they do other things I'm not 100% aware of, right. but uh, I would have preferred Amazon to have bought it because they make movies and or they make TV shows. I guess, yeah, they make movies too. So it would have made more sense to me. Uh, I, I don't know. What are they going to do with it? They're just going to make a bunch of video games by, by their by their small developers, and maybe they'll make some cool stuff. But you know, will we yeah, ever well, that... get the uh, you know Middle Earth Shadow of Mordor, Shadow of War sequel, level of yeah. video game? I don't yeah. think so. Sequel yeah. add the question. Yeah. I think at this point. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, you know, it it, it would have made sense for Amazon to to buy these. I mean, you know, especially for Middle Earth, because you know you got Lord of the Rings, the the Rings of Power coming out September second. So yeah, you know, I do and, wonder what that says about their prospects for that show, and maybe not just what they think about the show, but like the future. Like, did they? You know, they spent a ton of money making that show. Oh yeah, maybe it'll be really good, oh, but maybe they're thinking. Yeah. It's not going to be as big of a success as we can hope that we should buy it and spend more on it. Mm -hmm. right? Will there be a second season or is this just going to be like, yeah, we did it and it's good. And, uh, you know, the response was good, but not, you know, wow. Not, it's not going to like reinvigorate the Lord of the Rings craze like the original <laughs> trilogy sort of did. And then spawned the Hobbit trilogy, which was not good so, and didn't and sort of kind of killed. That's, the, that's Carl's opinion. It killed New Line uh New Line Cinema. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, yeah, but then again, Benedict Cumberbatch's voice as the dragon, that was pretty cool. So anyway, yeah. Uh, do you, you want my thoughts on that? No, no, we're not gonna get into that. That's that that's for a different show. We're we're starting up a fantasy series. All right. From all right. after from after this, so you can you can talk about those type of things on that show. But anyway, <laughs> all right. So episode 100 continues. So now we're going to talk about our topic of the show. Uh, so yeah, Gamescom is coming up next week. So yeah, there's a lot of uh, showcases, a lot of things, a lot of live streams, uh, things to talk about. Uh, so what we're expecting to see from Gamescom. That's what we're going to be talking about here in the topic of the show. But before we get into that, of course, uh, in the comments, leave us some comments that you have on, uh, uh, of course, the Embracer Group uh, acquisitions and uh, what you think of those. And uh, did you think The Hobbit was a terrible, uh, terrible series? Let us know. <laughs> so, anyway. You just so had to throw that in there, didn't you? You just of had. Of course, of course. All right, so we got opening night live, Jeff Keeley. We've got uh, Xbox. They've got a ton of stuff going on at Gamescom. So, uh, yeah, uh, obviously Keeley's show is going to have another 30-plus games uh, that he's going to be showing off, and he says there's going to be a bunch of special guests as well. Um, so it's going to be another one of those Jeff Keeley type of shows. There's probably going to be a lot of advertising in it as well who knows if we'll see the rock again in yeah. his show you gotta uh, feel like yeah. he you know he yeah. heard that criticism he won't let that happen again yeah probably hope. not we'll see but uh we'll see who else he gets uh you know whether kojima is going to show up there or not maybe kojima is going to show up on the xbox side of things this time 
so yeah so uh carl i'll start with you uh what what are you expecting from gamescom 2022 well yeah i think it's a bit of a tough one because um i don't know that we typically get big announcements for gamescom anymore uh, at some at some point there may have been a time where we did get a few this is the only show really for gamescom right all the there's, there's live streams and stuff but like this yeah. is the only showcase where i would expect any sort of announcements so this will be the thing to watch and i, I assume yeah. there will be some the the issue i see is that like you know when keely talks about it when he markets this and he tweets about it and stuff you know Mm-hmm. He says, and I got, I pulled it up right here. You know what, what's going to be there? And he's, you know, Sonic Frontiers, Hogwarts Legacy, Callisto Protocol, yeah. Outlast Trials, Gotham Knights, Unknown and we've World, seen all of those like, already. Yeah, yeah. Han, Hankai Star Rail, Ghost Simulator Three, Highland Life, the Expanse Telltale series, Return to Monkey Island. It's like most of this is stuff we've already seen a good amount of. We know yeah. what it is. Um, although there are two things on here, I'm, I am. I'm happy to see is the Expanse Telltale series. I, yeah. I want to see what the new Telltale is going to pull off with that. That'd be mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah. And uh, Unknown Worlds new IP, which I was, which is which Unknown Worlds. If you don't know, is the maker of uh, Subnautica. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Subnautica is really good. I played yeah, it. Yeah, it is. Yeah. A while ago, I, I yeah, really me enjoyed too. it. Yeah. And uh, they actually though for me personally said that they were announcing a turn-based uh, <laughs> RPG of some sort. So I was like, hell yeah, guys. Thank you. I will take that. I cannot wait to see your next game. Uh, <laughs> Didn't you can see Carl's eyebrows rise as soon as they say turn-based. But the, the, the only other thing that could make them fully rise higher is day one game pass. Uh, <laughs> that <would be> <laughs> yeah. So, so do yeah, you uh, think... Will we get... Yeah, go ahead. I, I was just gonna I was gonna ask you guys because there was some news about there were they were talking about there was gonna be more gameplay footage of Starfield and then they backed mm-hmm. off on that. But do you think that there's a possibility we could get a new release date for uh for Starfield at Gamescom? No, I don't think so. Not yet. Yeah. yeah. Because the bigger show is uh, Keeley's, right? The Game Awards. And yeah, in December. Yeah. 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 So, like, yeah. I think if they're going to do it, something they'll big like that. that, they'll do it there. Or Xbox okay. will have another event maybe tied to if they're going to try to do a. Uh, what did they have? I forgot the name of it. Uh, whatever. I forgot. They're all, they used to have like an Xbox show, like a fan show. I forgot the name of it. Oh, anyway. I. I can't remember the name, but I know what you're no, talking I might forget the name of it. If that comes back this year, which it doesn't seem like it at this point. so Yeah. Uh, let me just uh, talk about uh, for the uh, Xbox booth at Gamescom. Uh, they're saying, of course, this is from uh, news at Xbox.com. For those attending in person, so for those of you that are out there in Cologne that are going to be going to this, uh, you'll be able to go hands-on with some of the latest games and updates from Xbox Game Studios, including Pentiment from Obsidian, um, and Age of Empires 4, Microsoft Flight Simulator, Sea of Thieves, Grounded, and they'll be celebrating some of the third-party partners as well. Uh, and you can have uh, 
playable titles uh, at the booth. Uh, Plague Tale Requiem, of course, Disney Dreamlight Valley from Gameloft. Gunfire Reborn. Uh, Inku Linati from Yaza, Yaza Games. It's another one. <laughs> Last Case of That's Benedict yeah. Fox, uh, Lies of P. Lightyear Frontier, Planet of Lana, and You Suck at Parking. <laughs> from, I think that just studio, that, that goes in general for people. From Studio Happy Volcano. That's a, that's a cool name for a game studio, but anyway. Uh, so yeah, uh, and uh, Consumer Show opening times uh, Thursday, uh, from Thursday, August 25th, from 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. Uh, through Sunday the 28th which will Sunday show will be 9 a.m. to 8 p.m. CEST. So, but anyway, yeah, lots of live stream events and things like that. So, uh, yeah, um, the, a lot of those it, games too are going to be shown. Go ahead, Carl. In, yeah. in Kulinati was, it's funny because that game looks just like Pentiment. Uh, and yeah. uh, people were like, oh, they copied Pentiment, but the, um, what's his name? The developer behind uh, Pentiment from Obsidian. Mm-hmm. Uh, can't remember. Is it Brian Sawyer? No, Sawyer. Uh, whatever it is. He he commented on. He was like, no. He's like, actually, their game has like been in development before our game. He's like, just yeah. chill out. Like, it's not a big deal. Like, yeah. It's it's a style. It's an art. It's a you know. It's, he didn't invent that style. Like, it's based yeah. on something. And yeah. actually, that game looks like. I mean, it looks more maybe something I might be more interested in. I don't know because it's turn based sort of tech strategy combat. So, yeah. But it might it looks like it might be really just that? Um, yeah. I wanted to correct what I what I said about Unknown Worlds. Uh, this is what they actually said. They said they're going to showcase our new IP, a turn-based sci-fi strategy game. Turn-based sci-fi, okay. Turn-based sci-fi yeah. strategy, not necessarily RPG, but yeah. still, yeah. Uh, a lot of games have RPG elements, so good. Well, in, in the vein, I'm just looking forward to seeing more blood and gore from uh, Callisto Protocol. Yeah. <laughs> so. I mean, that, that, and of course, uh, I want to see more Hellblade 2. Hopefully the Xbox show will show more uh, Hellblade 2, and maybe we might possibly get some kind of release date on that. Or like you said, Carl, maybe they're going to wait until the game awards for that. But uh, yeah. That's a good one. If I had to guess that anything that that would make sense to show there would be Hellblade 2, because the association that they had already with Jeff Jeff Keighley's events, yeah, and the idea that like I don't think they should show it again at the Game Awards because like how many you can't keep showing it the same event that's really annoying. Yeah, so I want to see yeah. something new with that event. I don't want to keep seeing the same thing, even though as much as I right. do want to see more Hellblade too. So um, yeah, yeah, that's the same with Callisto Protocol. I mean, we saw a lot of it already anyway. But uh, yeah, I mean, they're yeah, probably exactly. what we're gonna see. What we're gonna see at Gamescom is probably almost similar to what we saw at. Uh, at the you know the so-called e3 events but uh, yeah that's the thing yeah. is i feel like a lot of the showcase i'll be like sort of tuning it out yeah. because yeah it's like okay i've seen this game i know what it's all about already like it's not that i don't want to see more but like i kind of either i've I already my interest is already peaked i know what to expect yeah. which is like the callisto protocol right like do i really need to see more of that yeah you know um, yeah, I'm already sold on that. So yeah. yeah, even like Hogwarts Legacy, I'd like to see a little bit more. But do I really need to see a lot more? Like, yeah, I kind of I'm sold on it. Like, I, I want that game. You know? Yeah, and like Gotham Knights, Gotham Knights has gone gold as well. I don't so, need to see yeah. more. I've seen they've been yeah. doing their own marketing on that and releasing. Yeah. You know, 
They've shown a lot of that. We don't need yeah. to see any more of that. That's, IGN that's, has uh, a IGN first thing on it. Who's they've been partnering with them and showing off aspects of the, the actual like you know game the 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 progression system and like the world design and like I've watched all that and I'm like yeah this looks interesting. I, I do I need to see it at another showcase? I, I don't know. I mean, yeah, maybe if you need, I think maybe just that one needs to be sort of marketed a, a little better to some people because some people aren't sold on that game. I think it looks really good. But, yeah. Oh. Uh, you know what? Uh, I forgot to mention uh, with the Disney uh, Marvel show. Uh-huh. One surprise that I was like, this would be cool to do here would be uh, the Indiana Jones game. Oh, okay. Yeah. That, yeah. It's a Disney property, and it it's was... a Disney property. Yeah, okay. that's that's true. But then who knows? Maybe we'll see it at Keeley's show as well. You never know. I think you'll see. You'll maybe see it at the Microsoft event. But yeah, I, I, yeah I'm I curious to. I wonder how much on Ubisoft Skull and Bones, because Ubisoft does not have as much this year. They they they've got to push that. They got their own event coming though. That's after this. So yeah, yeah I mean, maybe you'll see Skull and Bones here again. But like, I, whatever new stuff they have, they're not. Gonna and whatever it. they're pushing with Assassin's Creed, uh, the uh, Assassin's Creed Infinity. I mean, that's gonna that's yeah. their big push. I think. So. Yeah, like, Burley, I have I, a question. I, I should say. Let me, oh. let me ask you, Burley. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, I just want to ask you on the PlayStation side of things. Obviously, there is there's rumors about a big PlayStation showcase coming in September. But mm-hmm. what do you think we could get from PlayStation at Gamescom this year? I don't think you could get much because it's all just going to be all the same stuff that's like multi-platformed. Because Sony Sony has been very good of just they will hold stuff for their events. Okay. That's what the way they've been doing things. So I don't see see much in terms of like first party Sony stuff coming to the other showcase. But I, I'm curious to see because Sega has been fighting a battle with with the internet with Frontiers and saying no 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 this game ain't coming out this game is not getting delayed this year it's coming out even though they haven't specified a release date and and it's they're saying no it's coming this year and it's like. It's at the end of August here. <laughs> so I'm, yeah, I mean, I, if they're I, releasing I, it this year, they, the release it has to be at this show. <laughs> if it doesn't come at this, uh, uh, if they don't give a release date at the showcase, or they get more negative feedback, that game ain't coming this year. Hmm. Yeah, from Sony, yeah, I, again, like you said, they they keep everything to their show pretty much. I don't expect much of anything god of war like i don't know like they i think they they got that like we're gonna do this on our own um maybe okay maybe you could see more of the last of us remake i was gonna i was gonna say if any of them last of us remake yeah because yeah, they, the re- like what, what are you gonna hide on that because that game's come out twice already yeah <laughs> it's not like yeah. you know a big reveal for them they already gave it to keely at the last show which they showed you know, pretty much nothing. So maybe you show more of it this time for him. That would be nice. He's probably like, come on, guys. You gotta give me better than just, uh, you know, a quick little trailer. That didn't tell yeah. you much. What do you guys think about Nintendo? Do Do you think anything from Nintendo will be at Gamescom? <sighs> at any of these shows? Maybe not. <laughs> Because we yeah, just had the Splatoon, uh, like like we did last week on the episode, uh, we had the information. Uh, they had the direct for Splatoon three. 
of course, uh, Xenoblade, Xenoblade Chronicles three is already out now. Uh, so I, I don't know. Um, you know, uh, Carl, you're going to be talking about this game later on soul hackers Two. Maybe they'll show some stuff again, but I mean, we pretty much know a lot about that already. So, I mean, what, what else can they really talk about? I mean, they're not going to talk about anything hardware related. So they're going to announce the <laughs> switch pro. <laughs> not going to happen. Not going to happen. Yeah. So. Early, do you think as... Nintendo will do anything at Gamescom or do you think they're pretty much, you know, staying out of everything? They're going to stay out. There may be an ad for Splatoon, but that's about that. That's about it. That's mm-hmm. all I could see for them. But as you said earlier for Kojima, I don't think he'll show up at the event. He'll be at the Microsoft event. Digitally, yeah. they'll just cut two of them and all praise Kojima and all that and talk about Death Stranding for PC Game Pass and whether or not yeah. it, if they have any idea if they're going to release it to the actual consoles. Or who knows, he might surprise us and come out with that mystery game that, you know, this another horror yeah. game supposedly that he's... A, he's working on now yeah. Yeah. it'd be great if they're ready to show it like please show me something anything yeah. like, you tease the hell out of death stranding like way early and they're and gonna us, do it again they're gonna do us, it again yeah like nonsensical oh, cg stuff that yeah people people are just speculating wildly on and, and you can play this yeah. only on game pass for pc <laughs> <laughs> that's watch that's that's probably gonna happen yeah all right so those that's what we think to expect from gamescom 2022 of course in the uh the comments please let us know what you think is going to happen at gamescom this year for any of the events that they're going to be doing and the live streams and everything so we'd uh, really like to hear your feedback so uh yeah leave us some comments so uh all right, so it's time for our new game releases. So upcoming games uh, that you can check out on releases.com. The link is below for you, uh, for all of you video viewers here. So uh, Burley, you are up first. So uh, for the games releasing August 22nd through the 28th, what is your pick of the week? Already my pick of the week is a collection. Neximon plus Neximon Extinction Complete Collection. Coming to PS4, Switch, and Xbox. It's coming on Friday, August 26th. Return once again to classic monster hunting, catching, and experience the complete Nexumon story with two epic adventures in one. Have you played uh, a Nexumon? Uh, yeah, I, I have. Uh, I played a bit of Extinction and... And it was really, really fun. I, I do like that they, they do... <sighs> The one thing is, is like they 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 try with a story, <laughs> unlike a certain Pokemon. other. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> just say it. It's fine. Huh? Yeah. Fine. yeah. Now, uh, now, if you see a red dot sniper sight on me, you know why. <laughs> <laughs> really cannot speak ill of Pokemon. It's bread and butter. Exa- exa- yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The art style looks nice. Like I see the art on this, and I'm like. Hey guys, hey Pokemon guys, maybe uh, you could catch up and you know do higher quality art. <laughs> um, the design, great. They are great designs, but like, I don't, I don't know about art. It's like 
fidelity, right? Like this looks like higher resolution art compared to with Pokemon that's yeah. when they were doing oh, yeah. it. Yeah. And Burley, once again, once again, what platforms is this coming out on? Uh, PS4, Switch, and Xbox One. Okay. No Xbox Series, huh? That's interesting. Well, they, they did no Series version or PS5 version. Yeah. Right. All right. I am up next. Yeah. Okay. So next up, uh, my pick of the week is Saints Row. Welcome to Santo Eliso a vibrant fictional city in the heart of the American Southwest in a world rife with crime where lawless factions fight for power. Kind of seems like what America is uh, driving towards. <laughs> a group of young friends embark on their own criminal venture. I apologize. I, I love you guys out there. I, I, of course I'm American, but you know, living out here in Japan, I'm seeing it from the outside now. But anyway. uh, As they rise to the top in their bid to become self-made, Experience the biggest and best Saints Row playground ever created. The unique, sprawling world of Santo Elisa is the backdrop for a wild, larger-than-life sandbox of thrilling side hustles, criminal ventures, and blockbuster missions as you shoot, drive, and wingsuit your way to the top. Comes out on uh, PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, and Xbox Series on August 23rd. So, yeah. Coming up soon. So, yeah. Good old Saints Row. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I'm looking yeah. forward to this. I mean, I, I think it's going to be v- very, very different from the older, you know, Saints Row games. Uh, and I'm looking forward to seeing, mm. uh, you know, and checking out these characters and uh, their personalities. And uh, I'm looking forward to the gameplay in it all as well. So what do you guys think? Ugh, yeah, I hope, I hope it's good. Uh, I'm not excited for it because... It's not my sort of genre of not your cup really, of tea. Yeah, yeah, like the setting sort of. I'm not into the whole like you know crime, you know modern sort of crime stuff. Uh, not you know. It kind of reminds really me of the fun. GTA GTA Five kind of backdrop. I mean, once you get out yeah. of Los Santos, you know, and you get into the desert areas, kind of reminds yeah. me of that. Yeah. Like as a as a sandbox sort of experience, it could be it could be great, and yeah. you know, I, if it was on game pass i might try it (laughs) otherwise like i'm I'm obviously not gonna play this game yeah yeah okay so yeah i was gonna say my 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 thing i never i tried this series it never was a series i got like i i couldn't really get into but i'm curious to see if they'll still keep some of the more zany or wacky elements of it because that was the thing that kind of made me appeal to yeah. it over like Grand Theft Auto. So I'm wondering how much will be kept. Yeah. 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 I'm interested in it. See how it is. That's my pick of the week. So Carl, you're up next. What's your pick of the week? Soul Hackers 2 uh, coming on August 26th to PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series. And a story set in midst of the 21st century, a little further in the future from now. Demon summoners live in dark societies and harness the supernatural powers of demons. And Aeon, a being that watches over the world, detects the world's forthcoming ruin. To avoid ruin, Aeon's Ringo and Figu descend upon the human world. <laughs> they head to uh, for head for protect the people. Two people. What the hell is that saying? 
whatever. Needed to avert destruction, <laughs> but both had already been killed. Ringo deploys Aeon's special ability Soul Hack to revive their targets. Working alongside the Devil Summoners, Ringo and Figu pursue a mystery with the future of the world at stake. Will you be able to avert destruction? Yeah, that's uh, there's a weird like. I, do you know what do you know what Ringo means in Japanese? Do you know what Ringo means in Japanese? No, means apple no. means apple. Okay. <laughs> this other name, I don't know how I'm supposed to be saying it. it's F I G U E. Figue. Okay. Does that have a meaning? Uh, it's a, just a name. Yeah. Okay. But Ringo is an actual. Yeah, it's a fruit. Yeah. It's apple. But. All right. So yeah, there's a, there's an aspect like that they're getting into here about like the people dying and that these they can somehow bring them back. Yeah. Uh, which is the members of your party. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the, you know, I'm excited for this game. Uh, I saw the reviews came out and it it wasn't quite as high as I had hoped. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, getting a lot of in the sevens range, you know. And up or down, depending on on where you go. So, yeah, uh, well, it still sounds like a solid uh, Atlas, you know, RPG. Well, obviously, Atlas's bread and butter is the Persona series, of course. But yeah, so yeah. Well, this is and this is an offshoot of that that yeah. whole franchise. Yeah. Um, you know, for me, going into it, and maybe others who haven't gotten into it, especially on the Xbox platform, because they haven't had these games. It sounds like a good entry point, an entry level Atlas RPG in the Shin Megami Tensei Persona area, right? So yeah. I'm still excited right. to to get that out of it, and then I'll have you know Persona Five soon after. <laughs> I was gonna say I would personally probably just wait till Persona Five in October. Yeah, I mean maybe that's that's something I th- you know not a, it, considering the reviews, I, yeah. I, I've not I've not played the Soul Hackers, but I know like the Shimigami Tensei line. I can't, I cannot right, get into no. the, the that one. Persona I can get into. Persona's a little more beginner friendly, and if and especially how you can do the difficulty, because yeah. Shimigami Tensei is just hard and is, as I've said many times, just makes you want you need to grind like so much even at the beginning of the game, so you yeah. can stand a chance. It's like. Uh, yeah, from the reviews yeah. for this, I saw there's none of that. It's it's definitely more akin to the Persona series, and even yeah. so, taking a lot of inspiration from the modern aesthetics of Persona Five as well. So, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm I'm I have it pre-ordered, and I'm gonna keep that pre-order. I'm just gonna I'm gonna play it, and uh, I'm excited to jump yeah. into it. I'm gonna I'm gonna be I'm gonna put my money where my mouth has been, and I'm gonna support. <laughs> this type of game that I should definitely be into and enjoy on the Xbox yeah. platform. Um, even if it's not getting, you know, like eight to nine, it's like, yeah, yeah it's fine. Yeah. It's okay. So yeah, so we're looking forward to second, uh... se- second game of the year you've bought. <laughs> I, I mean, sorry. <laughs> well, well, we're looking forward Carl, to your, to your review of it, to uh, tell us what you think of it. So. What did yeah, I no, I'm really looking forward to you. You did triangle strategy. I know that much. And, yeah, yeah, about triangle strategy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, Warhammer Chaos Gate. Yeah, true. So three. Yeah. PC. Darkest okay. Dungeon Two was that? Early, was that this year? Earlier? I don't, I don't remember. 
Okay, so as we move on with episode 100, now it's time to talk about uh, Game Pass, of course, uh, the second half of August games. And of course, uh, earlier in the show, we talked about uh, Kojima's Death Stranding is coming to uh, Game Pass for PC. So, uh, Carl, take it away, man. What are we getting in this second half of August? So right before I get to that, there is a there was an available now uh, thing dropped on Windows for Windows PC Game Pass only. Okay. A special little one, which uh, has Elder Scrolls Legend Battlespire, Elder okay. Scrolls Adventures Red Guard, Quake 4, Wolfenstein 3D, Return to Castle Wolfenstein, and Quake Champions. Right. So a lot of those Bethesda classics. So yeah, yeah. So that, I thought that was pretty cool. Um, yeah. If you're interested in any of those, they're out there on PC. Uh, and cool. then if we go to the full Xbox Game Pass announcement that we had, the second of the month. Yep. First up is Coffee Talk, which is available now on, on everything there, all the all the platforms. Then is August 23rd, Midnight Fight Express, mm -hmm. uh, which is a cool little indie launching into the service. And then also on the 23rd was the Death Stranding. Mm-hmm. PC only on that one. Yeah. Then you have Exapunks, August 25th, PC only. Yeah. Opus Echo of Star Song, Full Bloom Edition, <laughs> console and PC, <laughs> August 25th. I love that name. That's... <laughs> Commandos 3 HD Remaster, August mm -hmm. 30th. On everything there. Nice. Commandos is interesting. I, I remember this franchise. I have played, I'm not sure which one, the first or second. I don't remember, but it, it was a cool little franchise, sort of like a top down strategy uh, infiltration. Sort of, you got to kind of be stealthy, and each of your units has special abilities, and you have to find a way to get through the map, you know, mm -hmm. covertly. Uh, it's very cool. Uh, and then Immortality, which is again on. Uh, Interestingly, this is cloud PC and Xbox series only, no mm -hmm. Xbox One, August 30th, mm -hmm. which I'm, I'm kind of weird and not unsure why, because this is uh, from the creators of Her Story, and this is one of those, uh, what do you call the, like uh, FMB type games. No. So I'm mm -hmm. not, not sure why that can't be on Xbox One, but all right. Yeah. Uh, this is kind of a big one, is Immortals Phoenix Rising on yeah. August 30th. Uh, that's the the, the Ubisoft. Uh, yep, another Greek Ubisoft mythology, yeah, okay. Breath of the Wild type game. Right. Try um, that I, out. I do kind of want to try that. Like, I, sh I it's yeah. a game I should definitely like. I just haven't really thought about the time of playing it because I, I mean I'm probably gonna be playing Soul Hackers too. So I, I guess if I if I didn't get that for some reason, I would probably try to jump into that. I heard there are some platform elements in that game that are pretty pretty difficult. So oh yeah yeah. Okay. yeah. But, uh, yeah. And then lastly, but let's say not leastly, is Tinykin console PC, August 30th. Okay. I don't know much about that game. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Just from the looks of the, you know, the artwork and the art style there, it's like you, you would think it would be something for like games with gold or something <laughs> yeah, right. like that. Yeah. Well, it's, a, it's an indie, yeah. it's an ID at Xbox yeah. title. Yeah, I do. Uh, here, it says Milo arrives on Earth to find that he's way too small. Everybody's gone and a day hasn't passed since 1991. 
team up with the mysterious Tinykin and use their unique powers to create ladders, bridges, explosions, and a lot more. Hmm. Yeah, out of this list, uh, I think Immortals Phoenix Rising is the big one. So looking forward to playing that. Yeah. A Midnight Fight yeah, Express that, actually that one looks I want really to fun. Yeah. Coffee talk? I mean, if you could actually talk about anything, I mean, if it's like a real AI and you can actually <laughs> talk it. about any topic you want, maybe yeah, I would okay. probably want to try that. I'll read that one because yeah. I'm curious what it is. Coffee talk <laughs> yeah. is a coffee brewing and heart-to-heart talking simulator about listening to the stories of alternative Seattle's inhabitants. From okay. a dramatic love story between an elf and a succubus to an alien <laughs> trying to understand the lives of humans, Help everyone you meet by serving up a warm drink or two. Okay. Okay. So you can't just talk to an AI and then they, they you know, have a conversation with you about anything. So no. we're not that advanced here. Not that for, advanced. For, for all the all the creatures there they mentioned there and, and, and love story, do you think really coffee is the, the beverage that should be we be, should be talking about for this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, yeah, but, you know, a solid, a solid uh, list of games here for sure. Oh yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah. All right, so those are our, uh, yeah, so Game Pass games coming towards the end of the month. So, uh, hey, hey right, Burley, start... what, what, what's the uh, PS Plus extra premium uh, drop list for this month or half a month or? We talked about those last week. Yeah. <laughs> we, 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 we did talk about those. You got the yeah. you got you had got a couple of Yakuza the Yakuza games. games yeah, so. that was a while ago. <laughs> Just yeah. the, the reason I make the yeah. comment is like Xbox. Obviously, like it's new in that service. It yeah. isn't uh, you know coming in strong. I guess yeah. but it's weird because like Stray was about a month was a month ago now. Yep, and that was the last. Uh, like new game released into that service, right? Uh, yeah, like a day one, a day day one, one. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, yeah. we're we're halfway, we're, we're you know we're a month out. You guys are gonna announce another new game coming into? Come on, Carl. Anytime? What do you what are you saying? You guys, it's like Burley doesn't have PlayStation. No, no not you. No, you know, it. I'm not. I mean, Sony. I'm talking about Sony now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, come on, guys. Like, yeah. I... <laughs> where is where is it? It's not like I have. <laughs> Sony, man, you gotta, yeah. you gotta step up your game. You know, <clears throat> your service is being forgotten about. That's what I'm saying right now. Yeah, you know, everyone still talks about Game Pass all the time. Yeah, and that's because they constantly have they have two drops a month, and there's yeah. always something significant coming to it. Yeah, and that's what that's what Sony and PlayStation are worried about. And obviously, you know, with uh, the Call of Duty acquisition with Activision Blizzard and all that, of course, obviously they they have their, you know, reasons, I guess, to 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 worry about, you know, uh, their service compared to Game Pass. So because, you know, Call of Duty is going to be going to Game Pass. So. Okay, so it's time uh, here on episode 100 to talk about our programming notes. So obviously, after this episode is recorded, we're going to be doing our next episode of the Marvelous Marvel Discussion Arena, where we'll be talking about the first episode of She-Hulk Attorney at Law. We'll be giving our reactions and kind of our uh, spoiler review of episode one. So stay tuned for that. And our new series is starting uh, as well today. So uh, for the uh, 
fantasy uh, series discussion portal, House of the Dragon season one preview. House of the Dragon obviously starts this weekend on Sunday, so we're really looking forward to that. So we're going to be talking about some of the things that we're probably most definitely going to be seeing in season one. So stay tuned for that as well. So, uh, yeah, some some cool stuff coming out. Got a lot of stuff coming up, uh, you know, this weekend and uh, into uh, the end of the month and into September. So, yeah, we're looking forward to bringing you uh, that content. And, uh, yeah, I, I now I want to talk about some things about episode 100, of course. This is our 100th episode, and uh, I just want to uh, talk uh, for a minute or two about uh, this podcast. And uh, when, I, when I was thinking about creating this podcast uh, uh, a little over two years ago, me and, uh, of course, the first co-host I had of this uh, uh, podcast with me, uh, Retro Dan, of course, Dan, and I, uh, I had talked about, you know, I would really like to do a podcast, but I want it to be more multi-platform focused. I don't want it to be a PlayStation only podcast. I don't want it to be a Microsoft only podcast. I want it or a Nintendo only podcast. I wanted it to be focused on everything uh, in the world of gaming and in gaming development uh, and condense it into a one to two hour show. And uh, I didn't know where this would go. I had no idea that this would uh, go on to episode 100 and beyond. And uh, I just want to thank everybody out there that has been a part of this show, uh, either listening or viewing us over on YouTube, or uh, also, of course, our excellent and uh, awesome patrons over on Patreon that uh, listen and view the show. Uh, I want to thank you so much. I mean, all of the guests that we've had on the show since uh, you know we started this podcast, I want to thank you all so much for being a part of it as well. And of course, uh, to you, uh, Burley and Carl, thank you so much for becoming a part of this with me. And I couldn't do it without you. So thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Uh, and uh, I'm looking forward to doing this uh, from, uh, of course, the next episode and beyond for for a long time to come. So thank you so much for everybody out there. And uh, to you, Burley and Carl. So you guys have anything you want to say? Burley, why don't you start, man? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, no, uh, no, thank you. Uh, I'm all, I was uh, very glad to always be a part, be a part of this. This, was, uh, this has been a lot of fun. I, I remember when you first were starting the talks of this, doing the uh, podcast, because you and I were in a similar discord. And yeah. then I remember what, listening to the first episodes and then you, actually gave me a chance coming out here as a guest. I was like, oh, God, how can I fool this guy? And, just <laughs> <laughs> and then he kept bringing me back. And it was just, I was like, okay, I've got him fooled. Now to trick him into making me a couple posts. Now <laughs> no, he just, things, things have just clicked. It's just been, a, it's, this has been a lot of fun. I love doing this every, every week with you and Carl. It's just been a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, of course. Thanks for you know giving me the chance to to be a part of it. I uh, of course you know love video games, and and I'm very happy to be able to talk about it with you guys. Of course, um, it's always fun every week. I've always you know you went out before I I did the the podcast about uh, you know comic book movies, superhero movies, and you know other stuff in that yeah. genre, Star Wars and things, and right. and uh, we didn't ever talk about video games on that really because my co-host there was he doesn't play video games I mean, so yeah. 
wasn't his thing. And I'd always had, I would always thought about like, I would love to do something with video games, you know, if I could yeah. expand what I was doing into video games, but I just didn't have the time and I didn't have someone who to do it with. So, uh, and once that ended, I, I wasn't sure I was ever going to do something like this again or not. And, uh, yeah. you know, you give me that opportunity and I'm very, I'm grateful to be here and so happy to talk about video games. So. Well, thank you guys so much. And uh, for all of you out there that might be new to our YouTube channel, uh, please be sure. And of course, all of you that have been coming back to uh, check out our content, be sure to hit that like and subscribe and the notification bell for any content that we drop in the future. So you'll be notified about that. So thank you so much for all of your support. So uh, we really appreciate it. So thank you so much. So it's now time for our indie recording artist spotlight. So you're going to like this song for this week. Uh, I I really, of course, uh, wanted to do something kind of retro in a sense when it came to the music this week. And of course, this is an 8-bit type of track. And uh, our indie recording artist spotlight this week uh, is on Ian Post. And he's, of course, uh, been uh, on this show before. So Ian Post has established himself as a highly sought-after composer in video and film scoring. So an alumnus of the Berkeley College of Music, his professional career has taken him throughout the world to collaborate with artists on an extensive range of projects. He recently left his London-based studio in order to partner with Artlist with a focus on film soundtracks and exclusive production projects. So from his album titled 8-Bit Tunes, and the song is called Super Duper, No Leads. So this has been The Arena, a multi-platform gaming news podcast, episode 100. I've been your host, Expat, along with my co-hosts, Burley of Burleman Gaming and Turnbase Carl. We hope to catch you in the next one. Episode 101 next week, we'll be talking about Gamescom. So take care, everyone. Peace out. Game begin. Let's go. Play this.